0: The Raw Rugby Podcast. Hello and welcome to The Raw Rugby Podcast. I'm Brett McKay. The second block of games in the rugby championship is here and your place for the biggest and best discussion is theraw.com.au, Australia's biggest sporting debate. We loved last week's chat with Tim Horan and thanks to everyone who got in touch Via the various means, the Gordon Bray story particularly went over exceptionally well. Uh, You can do the same under the new episode page each week on The Raw or hit us up on the socials. Joining me this and every week. A man who's about to trade greenbacks for Australian pineapples and lobsters and who has no idea what that means, Harry Jones.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How's it I'm getting I'm getting the most strange and scary suggestions about Adelaide right now on <laughs> my
0: <like> So, <laughs> so you, you don't know what, what pineapples and lobsters are, do you? No. Nah, nah. No, it is literally it is literally the Australian euphemism for the colour of our banknotes. So the 50 is a gold, a colour, golden colour. The the twenty uh, is orange,
1: the, the ten I is blue. Se- so uh, I, thought, I thought it was a sexual reference.
0: Uh, no, sorry, you know, mate, or, sorry yeah. to disappoint you. Um, I'm uh, told okay. there's hundred dollar notes, but I've never seen one, so I, I don't know what they're <laughs> called. Uh, have you got yourself sorted? Have you packed? Have you got a good conversion rate?
1: Yeah, I'm just throwing a bunch of warm clothes. It looks very cold in your yes. country. Yeah.
0: Snowed in my parts, Reese. Just just today, in fact.
1: No, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm. I've actually signed up for a strongman contest in Adelaide at the Big Shed Brewery. I'll be. I'll be <laughs> tossing tires and um and and such. I don't know. I'm tossing something. I'm not sure what it is. Oh my
0: goodness! Adelaide, beware! <laughs> beware! The hairy man is about to arrive. Uh, mate, I'm really looking forward to this week's guest, um, and I say that with the attached warning that the SAF account on the podcast is about to double and this week could get a little bit loose. The Raw Rugby Podcast. The podcast now has a shiny new studio in Johannesburg and from it, we welcome to the Raw Rugby Podcast, South African rugby pundit and creator of the weekly rugby update on YouTube, Rian Lowe. Hello, mate. How are you?
2: How's it, guys? Uh, How's it? How's it? I I know most people can't see this, but... This Joburg studio, the state of it, yeah. No, there's it looks... kids art on the
0: furniture. There's video, <laughs> video equipment anywhere, everywhere. Yeah. You need to talk to your contractors, mate. We we spend no expense, <laughs> no expense at all. Um, fantastic to have you on on the pod. Uh, we've thanks, I've come across. I have to. I have to admit that I've only come across the rugby update fairly recently, but it's going to form part of my regular viewing now. After gems yeah. like this.
2: Credit to the All Blacks for finally showing that black lash we were all waiting for. I guess Foster keeps his job now? <sighs> okay, next game, and holy hell Argentina, where did that come from? Obviously the Pumas internalized last week's lessons and just destroyed the Wallabies by 48 points to 17. I cannot stress enough how much of a hammering this is at the international level of rugby. Now I didn't watch this game live because I was crying fully clothed in the shower.
0: Showering fully clothed. You actually, you, you, actually, hey you actually did that. L-
1: listen, yeah. guys, Rian does every week. He does something very strange, which is, <laughs> which, which is why it's always been funny to me that he called me once the rugby weirdo because this guy is yes. seriously weird. He's like yes. Max Max Headroom for you old guys, meaning oh. the Fresh Prince of Josie, and then he throws <laughs> in a little bit of Rihanna on top of it. You know, it's there's music, there's laughter, there's fun, there's food. And he always makes fun of himself. It's so, good game. It's yeah.
2: It's good game. Entertainment and, is entertainment is the goal. Um, yeah, that was always when I started doing it a couple of years ago. Um, there was a lot of talking heads on YouTube. Um, there's very good analysts and everything, and I just thought mm, I can't be another talking head. I need to be something else. And uh, yeah. I've never been shy. So, yes, I stick <laughs> my head in showers in the middle of recording and uh, I'll lie on the floor. I'll, I'll do weird things just to make sure it's entertaining. That's rule yeah. number one.
0: No, it's good gear. And, look, anyone who who labels uh, Harry rugby weirdo straight away gets my attention. That was that was, that was was quality sledging. That was.
2: Uh, his, I, I've been reading his article since... I don't know. He was still a raw rookie, I think is what you guys call it. Yeah. Um, he still is, if we're uh, honest. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how and did, he's how did always you, been weird. How did you come across, how,
2: how did you come across the pod round? Um I'm a fan of rugby, obviously. And, um, Also, I just needed more perspectives on rugby because you've got major sites in South Africa, Sydney Morning Morning Heralds and all that stuff, but it all seems a little dry. And uh, I went on, I found the Raw, I don't know how, I must have Googled rugby website Australia and uh, that was probably about the (laughs) fifth or sixth. The one came up. (laughs) Um, But those are usually some of the the more interesting sites. So I went on there and I... Uh, I think Harry must. He's one of his articles must have been one of the first ones I read, and I was hooked. It was so good.
1: I, oh, good, good. Back, no, you know, been, book you've been You've been
0: a you've been a you've been a supporter of the pod all, all year, and so we thought it was fantastic to have you on ahead of the Springboks test this week, which we'll come to. But I'm going to start at the same spot we start every week. What stood out for us on a somewhat rugby-free weekend? I'll let you kick kick us off, Ryan
2: Um. Besides the woman box being brilliant, yeah. um, more stability in New Zealand, probably. Uh, it's been so um, up and down over there now. having, It's almost funny. We've always measured ourselves against the All Blacks. And for mm. just the short couple, two-match series, we were the one, the yardstick for once. And uh, <laughs> having beaten us, it saved the coach's job. Uh, we're probably going to do the same thing for Dave Rennie in a week's time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, if you could arrange it, that, that that'd be fantastic. <laughs> that'd be that'd be great. What stood out for yeah. you, Harry? Man,
1: uh, so we have the return, the return of the the old man. We have Bernard. What what? Lieutenant Foley. He always reminds me of an RAF <laughs> lieutenant. If he has a little moustache, he's like you know in the Battle of Britain. Uh, and he he's going to be bouncing around the uh, Wallaby setup. France, Spain. Who put the full in fullback? Is coming back in. Um, yeah, the largest in world <laughs> rugby. So I think it's interesting you have these 35, 34-year-olds, 32-year-olds running around. 40-year-olds. Um, it, it smacks a little bit of desperation by coaches when they try to keep them going, when they have perfectly good substitutes who are 24, <laughs> and
0: 22? Like, yes. Yeah, I don't know. Yes, that, that's, exactly that's right. Intrigued
1: me. That's intrigued me. The on, excuse on yeah. we're building
2: for the World Cup. That is, yes, that is the... <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, and we're building right up until the point where we're going to forget about that and recall the old blokes. <laughs> yeah. I uh, lo- locally here in Australia, the, the, the Wallaroos were unfortunately on the on the end of a, a bit of a toweling up uh, to the Black Ferns in, in Christchurch, but it was actually the the aforementioned twenty two and twenty four year old playmakers um, getting around club rugby in Australia this weekend. Noah Lolasio played for Tuggerdong in Canberra on the weekend. Mm. Ben Donaldson played for Randwick, uh, Tane Edbed played for, for Eastwood, um, and a young bloke yeah. named James O'Connor played for Brothers up in Brisbane as well. So uh, everyone sort of got back to their clubs a little bit this week, which was which was good to see. We'd like to see that. We've got some we've got some cool things to, to, to cover this week, and we can sort of preview the Wallabies box this weekend, but there's a couple of questions that we've sort of thrown up ahead of this week's episode that we can sort of try and mull a bit. Um, and this is actually a really good question to kick us off. The Australia South Africa rivalry, the Wallaby Springboks, is it is one of the most even in world rugby. And and you look up the tables, and it's pretty it's pretty similar. Like the head to heads are pretty similar. It's uh, what is it? Australia's one thirty nine or, or forty one it is now. South Africa's one forty seven. It's but Australia Australia wins at home. South Africa wins at home. That's just the way it is. It, it, yeah. both teams are are strong at home. Not so much strong on the road, but why is the rivalry so friendly and therefore so forgotten?
1: Yeah, it's like it's like it's like it's like like porridge, right? You know, you look you look at uh, the All Black rivalry. We 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 poison stuff for the All Blacks. I mean, it's spicy. You know, people bite people's ears off. Yeah. Uh, so then, Fans, Arion, we're, what's, is, <laughs> Arion, what, what's, what's the problem? What, what's the problem with are we too much alike? Are we too different? Some guy on socials told me it's it's like a rom com where, where we're actually the friends and, and yeah. you know we're we're both chasing the All Blacks as as the ultimate yeah. stud and then, in the end like no we love each other.
0: Is it uh, is it kosher? Uh, is it kosher about- for you to talk about spicy and and, and the All Blacks? Can we go <laughs> right back to ninety five? That's ancient <laughs> we history. Have, we have <laughs>
2: i've always i i, I think about uh, the great sportsman uh, richard bobby's quote if you're not first you're lost and richard it's bobby
0: hard, <laughs> it's
2: hard to um it's hard to admit if 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 we admit that we have a great rivalry we're kind of admitting we've always been playing for second place mm. for almost oh. three decades now mm. um so We'd There's rather see each other as the stepping stone to get over and get win the championship, and then it always ends up with, like you yeah. said, we'll win at home,
0: you'll win at home, and the yeah. All Blacks will win everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and damn them to hell for it. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's it's pre- it is pretty cool. Like, like the Australia were were South Africa's first game of international mm, yeah. rugby back from back from after after apartheid. So there is a a, a long and storied history there.
1: Yeah, so you bring up color, and not to be political here, but my theory is it's about the colors. When two, <laughs> teams, have, yeah. when two teams play each other of similar shade of color, and this is a, a rule that holds throughout all rugby, just go think about it in your brain. The more opposite the colors, the more they hate each other. But, you know, sort of all blacks. We have the white shorts, green. But look at green yeah. and gold, gold and green. It's like, it's like two Irishmen, you know, that are best friends, Gerald Fitzpatrick and Patrick Fitzgerald. You know, it's, it's just a color thing. Yeah. It's, uh, we fit and yeah. our, oppos- our opposites are in the- I also think that Australians play rugby in a cute way. Like even their names, like Rocky Elson, like he's the tough guy. His <laughs> name is Rocky. It's silly. Yeah. And uh, like Michael Hooper is adorable. You want to give that boy a hug too right now. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, you don't really like... I don't feel like I hate the lullabies. I think Bernard Foley is really funny when he runs around. I think he's, I think, you know, it's just, I don't know. I'm not sure I, I can express it, but it's, it's like the, the deep menacing hatred that you can feel for a rival is not there. And I think it's because oh, yeah. we're, we're wearing the same colours inverted.
0: So, we've, so we play, we've been playing three decades worth of intra-squad trials, is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> I can I can build up
2: a bit of hate whenever uh, an Aussie fan says the green and gold for their own shirts.
0: It is not, it's the gold and green. <laughs> These, <laughs> get the order this. right. Yeah. 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 They're kind of interchangeable with Australian teams, though, I must say. It's a, it's a little bit weird. <laughs> mm. But it, it like it is it is cool and it, it's it has it has always fascinated me that even when 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 Australia was you know atop the World rugby rankings, and that was some time ago. I'll, I'll, I'll admit, it's it was still difficult to win in South Africa. South Africa have been at the top of their game for four or five years now, and they can't win in Australia. It's it still astounds me that the box weren't just beaten twice in Australia last year; they were completely outplayed on consecutive weekends. And for the team, as good as it was, I don't, I still can't quite work out how that happened.
1: Yeah, I think it was a uh, well. I, I, the first test was actually more just a kick that won it by Quade Cooper, who just could mm. not miss that day. I think the forwards actually played pretty well, but the second mm. test was, like you say, just a. It was little a that was probably it?
2: the worst Springboks right. test of the year last year. Was that second yeah. test? Yeah, um, yeah,
1: So that, that you yeah. know, I think to spice it up and has something has to change in the plot. We have to we we have to win in Adelaide. Sorry, but that's or yeah. or, or, we, we, or we could have a coach go after one of your referees.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's never <laughs> happened before, is <has> it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's weird.
2: Um, maybe it's just too fun to hang out in Australia midweek. Um, the the like oh. people say, the cultures are so so um so similar. We both sides, uh, both countries mm. have great beaches. The the players just get there and they relax too much after the cold the next access. Yeah. either here and dry up in the dry high felt or in the freezing cold in New Zealand you get to Australia well you say it's cold now but yeah. so it's not that bad uh, on, on oh, the it's, Coast
0: it's still it's it's still not going to be cold on Coogee Beach where South Africa will inevitably live for the next week after they we leave Adelaide it's <laughs> there's, also,
1: that's, there's also that thing about you know I've been in Wales and I've been in New Zealand and the whole country is ready for you right so that's why mm-hmm. I knew the French would struggle in the Six nations against Wales because the whole country is waiting for you I think New mm. Zealand, when you land, when I landed there, the whole it's like a rugby land. It's a rugby amusement park. Uh, I don't, so I don't know <laughs> as well, but I think, I think when I land in Australia, uh, if I tell people in the airport if I'm going to Adelaide, they'll go why? Uh, for what? Yeah. And <laughs> no, that'll happen.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and when you get to, and when you get to Adelaide and you say, "Oh, I'm here for the rugby test," they'll go, "The what? <laughs> <laughs> is there's a
2: stadium here for that? Yeah, yeah." And, they, there and isn't. there's only
0: a cricket ground. And they'll be quite confused because both their AFL teams are now out of the finals and aren't playing. They'll be going, "Sports finished here for the year." Oh, no. <laughs> it'll, it'll make no sense at all. It'll make no sense. Yeah. Here's uh, the, the, the second question that we came up with, and I and I have I actually had to put some thought into this, this afternoon. What's a stat that each of the teams in the rugby championship loves the most, and which ones do they ignore? And then we, I've got the spirit of this question right. We're doing this for all four teams, right?
2: right yeah, yeah I, i'm yeah. playing for all four teams, all
0: right yeah. okay all right. Look, right let's let's go from the top then host country australia fire us away ryan what do we love and hate Eric um
2: North. i think australia loves getting marika corabetti rock involvements um yeah. that man <laughs> he carries yeah. i think the only other back in the top six carries or seven carriers of the championship is also an Australian, um, but Marika carries more than most forwards. So yeah. that's a stat they love. Get Marika to carry the ball into Iraq. And then when they lose, the Aussies hate, I think the stat they'd like to forget is about two players, maybe a couple set pieces like the lineouts and and scrums. You know, <laughs> Just speed the game up.
0: I think that's a stat they'd love to. to <laughs> yeah. <finish. laughs> yeah, yeah. Ball it. Six,
1: Sixty-second
0: scrums, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll come to that too. Harry, what's uh, what's what's the Australian stats?
1: The stat that Australians love. So you've heard of clean breaks. They love unclean yeah. breaks. So they, they they're, they're actually, yeah. Dave Rennie has a special stat called unclean breaks. I don't know what that means, but I think they like dirty breaks. breaks. Yeah, (laughs) even breaks that actually end up being snaffled or blind alleys doesn't matter. it's like who's the best player? Oh, Angus, seven breaks. Yeah,
0: breaks that end end in turnovers, special for that. I I reckon it's, I reckon Australia loves post contact meters because we're Mm. always talking about winning or losing the collision. So, post contact meters is, is, is a genuine love. But I feel like we ignore time in opposition twenty two because we're just never there at the moment. <laughs> I, think,
1: I think you, I think you ignore the stat of wins over England. I think yeah, that's what yeah, there's know. that. Yeah, it's yeah, wins over a
0: few countries, unfortunately. Uh, New Zealand, who, mm-hmm. who, what are they, what are they loving and loving in Haiti? New Zealand, um, I reckon New Zealand benchmark themselves on lineouts one, and that's and because Sam White like loves nothing more than pinching a line out. Off, off He's going to be throws. playing so,
2: as long as he wins the lineouts. They'll roll him out in wheelchairs. That man.
0: It's, yeah. Oh, yeah. He'll play mm, deep into his fifties, mm. and he'll be wearing gold shorts. There's no doubt about that. So they go on lineouts, and I think they ignore turnovers because it just doesn't seem to worry them. If if we turn it over, fine. We'll just we'll just wait five minutes, and you'll turn it over, and we'll get it back. So it'd be fine.
1: Good one. Uh, for me, what it's offloads it? offloads by New Zealand off the deck one handed while someone's uh, you know monstering them. They seem to love that. And yeah. I, th- I think maybe just good normal exits, like you catch yeah. the ball, you kick it out.
2: They don't like that. They seem to have <laughs> just decided we'll never kick it in our twenty-two again,
1: <laughs> ever. <run> ever. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, well, I think the me, last time um, the last time New Zealand kicked kicked a ball from their own twenty-two, they were still playing with Gilbert balls. <laughs> that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. For me, they
2: love beating uh, defenders. Their backline, body mm-hmm. surveyor, all of them—they just beat defenders. I think it must be a KPI, and they one of the the reviews they keep having is: yeah. okay, if you keep beating defenders, we'll we'll keep you on. Um, I've actually went and looked at it. Their backline players have more defenders beaten, and their forwards have more defenders beaten than most South African backline players. Yeah. yeah, they just seem wow. to—they hate being tackled, even if it means just a little step, get past one guy. I And as you say, turnovers don't matter. You get past your first defender, you extend your body, and Malcolm Mark steals the ball. That is uh, basically <laughs> how they play now. I un- do un- not care about turnovers.
0: Unconfirmed rumours. Ian Foster went got on the phone last week and he said, there's two reasons why I should keep my job. We've just won at Ellis Park, and Artie Sarvea beat five defenders. <laughs> yeah. In one play. Yes. In yeah. one play. Uh Argentina. Far I'm away. going.
1: I'm going PPP. Properly pronounced players. Aust- <laughs> uh, Argent- Argentinians are crazy about saying Montoya, Gaijo. yeah, you know? yeah, Julian? Uh, You have to, you have to just, Montoya, just right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. yeah. Any same person is, would say Gallo I know, and then mm. the cards—they clearly do not keep track of this card. Uh, I mean the, the stats <laughs> cards, like for yeah. cards is, is like turnovers for New Zealand, like whatever. Yeah. Love andini goes yeah. sit down for a while.
0: Yeah, yeah. Ar- Argentina counting cards is like world rugby counting Thomas, Thomas Love suspensions. <laughs> <laughs> it, it
2: actually leads into my uh, stat that Argentina loves the most is win lineouts. I uh, even when mm. they lose, they win their lineouts. They're the best lineout stats in the yeah. championship now by far. I don't care if you get a red card or a yellow card, you're a lock, you win lineouts, you play. So that's yeah. what they've been
1: doing exactly the, the
2: whole championship. And uh, I think they hate being predictable. They don't have a style. One week, like you said last week, they kick. The next week, they run it from yeah, everybody. understand what their style They will
0: is not like. be pigeonholed. They will yeah. not be perfect, pigeonholed.
1: Perfect, <laughs> perfect, they have a perfect mercur- mercurial coach. That's yes, indeed. We're
0: we're on similar wavelength here, here, Rian, because I I I freaking Argentina love scrums won more than anything else, and they ignore scrums lost. That didn't happen. You can't prove anything. <laughs> <laughs> didn't happen. You cannot prove it. Uh, which leaves us with South Africa, and I'll be. I'm intrigued to see what you two come up with here. Harry, you want to go first.
1: Uh, yeah, it's obvious. Box kicks that are launched in the twenty-two and then retained by uh, Lucanio Arm playing at a silly mid-arm position.
0: <laughs> That's how far down the stat sheet is it's, that one. It's mind-boggling.
2: <laughs> the up and unders in opposition uh, twenty-two. I cannot understand it.
1: <laughs> and of course, some I mean, of the, the worst stat for for a, a Sapphire is uh, to post to a wing. Don't do it, <laughs>
0: <laughs> especially Lucanio Arm.
1: Justin yeah. Dolby, Don't <laughs> give it to
2: that
0: guy. Crazy. So. <laughs> ever, ever,
2: ever. Ever. Rihanna, what have you Uh Mine was uh, meters. I think they've decided meters are king. It, if an action on the field gains meters, do it. Um, and unfortunately, mm. the action that gains meters the most easily is kicking. But um, <laughs> a mall, <laughs> if a ball is going forward, just keep going. If a scrum yeah. is going forward, just keep going. And yeah. as soon as that stops... Give it to someone to kick it because it's so easy to get <laughs> they, don't, they
0: don't care. It's good. Um, and it's good. Yeah. Uh and what do they what do they hate?
2: They don't really care about winning, it seems. That's a stat that
0: have
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh we won we won last
1: week. Let's 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 bench them out of the match.
2: Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, uh, that's three out of two, five in a... your
2: own country when you're world champions
0: is terrible yeah. really Perfectly fine. should be it should fine.
2: be a graveyard. Yeah. But no they problem. No yeah. problem
0: at all. All right. This is very easy for me. South Africa love nothing more than average minutes played. And that's that's going back to the whole 480 minutes thing. They oh. why else would you why why else would you go? Here's when the thing. When your team, coach was else? a
2: physiotherapist, you know?
0: <laughs> 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 that that's the answer to everything, yeah.
1: <laughs> Even, even the else? team even the team meetings, Brett, Jacques Nilaber has everyone with the GPS and he's monitoring their heart rate. <laughs> yeah. oh, if it goes, goes below
2: a certain amount it's like an apple watch that tells you it's time to stand up you've been standing for too long turn around
0: jump <laughs> <Yeah>. around come <laughs> and get some energy back in yeah, yeah yeah um and i think i think the uh the the stat that south africa ignore more than any other is date of birth <laughs>
1: <Ooh.
0: laughs> yeah. Morno yeah. Stone is in his late 40s Franz Stein is in his early 40s, and Spiders LaRue, just in this last week, has had his 33rd birthday for I'm sure the fifth or sixth time. There is no <laughs> way he <laughs> is still 33. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, know, know they are They was... are
2: ra- raising the, the hopes of so many, many 30 something rugby players the world over. The- Fran <laughs>
0: Stein is going to be running out in red shorts on the weekend.
1: And he then, can't yeah. be tackled. He can't be then, tackled. The best thing about it is, like, yeah, Gormorne is actually in very good shape and um, and so forth. But Disappointingly Franz Stain, so. Franz Stein looks like he is that age. <laughs> like he looks yeah. like a, like a yeah. Thursday yeah. night. That might yeah. be another yeah.
2: state they don't care about because people keep going on about the shape of Franz Malherbe. But... And he keeps performing. So shape yeah. honestly does
1: not matter. To, to there a famous in. podcast. There was a famous podcast that we've actually I think leapfrogged now in most uh, markets. Who was completely bashing Franz Malerba, only to have him have twelve tackles, three in one sequence against the All mm. Blacks.
0: I mean, the man is just. They must outrageous. have played him that
2: podcast so that he could uh,
0: <laughs> <out>. <laughs> look. I don't think there's any any. I don't think there's any shying away from the fact that Franz malherder really kicked on since he appeared on episode. What was it? Nine fourteen of this one. <laughs> yeah. So long ago. So His many years been So
2: great since then.
0: <laughs> yeah, look, they're, they're your words, Rihanna, not ours. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Be on the roar,
0: so guys. Wallabies v Box in Adelaide. How is this going to play out? How how do we actually see this playing out? And I want play by play predictions from kickoff until the final whistle. Your time starts now.
1: Uh, Okay. So how is
0: this? This is going to be intriguing. Actually, (laughs) this is going to be intriguing. It's so
2: easy. These are the spring box. Okay, everyone knows what's coming.
1: Yeah, it'll be. I think it's a battle of styles and that one team will try to impose on the other. My problem for Australia right now is I don't know exactly what that is. They have, have had a very disrupted season. So mm. yeah, I think, I think, you know what the box are going to bring. It's not only going to be kicking. They're going to have some breakouts too, but uh, the Wallabies have been, um, I mean, so we, we, we said Michael Hooper stood down as captain. And I think that actually does matter in rugby. Like, I don't think that yeah. that, that same mm. thing would have happened to them in Argentina, that, that spanking a seven tries. So yep. I think there's some confidence problems there. If I had to guess, Adelaide would be uh, a better test for the box and then they'll go to sleep in Sydney.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think you, you make a point about the Wallabies be- being, uh, I don't know, it's, you say disruption, but I think it's actually disruption of their own doing. Like I've, because I have a spreadsheet for this sort of thing, they just just talking starting side changes, They made five changes from the first England test to the second, and then it was another four from the second to Mm. the third, and Mm. then for the first test in Argentina, it was 10, and then it was another five changes for the second test in Argentina. So they've already used 42 players in, in five tests this year, and that's not going to impress you guys because the box used forty-two players in. I was just going to say two against against a game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't. But it doesn't
1: work. It doesn't work. I mean, like I think that that, that arrogance. It's, thing it's hard with, to get continuity. With, yeah, I mean, Blomfontein fans who had the money back, but Jacques yeah. put, you know, fourteen. I mean, it doesn't really work. It actually, the holy yeah. grail in in top sports is continuity. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I, I and and I, and I I made was... a point. I made a point. Sorry, Rihanna. I made a point yeah. during the the 2019 World Cup, that one of Michael Checker's failings, unfortunately, was that he didn't know his best 15 at any point during the year. And he made something like 70-odd changes, and that's across the bench as well, from the first game to the last game just in the World Cup. Like That's Mm. crazy.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, you you all know Dave Vessel's um... He's now back in South Africa and something he always hops on is cohesion. Um, cohesion is extremely important in all sports, but rugby is mm, particularly, particularly, that's important. Yeah. The sides with the best cohesion in the world is Leinster, the Crusaders. Um, I think yeah. the Bulls have been building a lot of cohesion as well. And like you say, with changes like that, you are not going to be building that uh very well it's going to take ages for for,
1: for i think i I think i read a study and it was not about rugby in particular but it was team sport and it was basically that the holy grail is if you could have seven seasons with pretty much the same core that Mm. those were the champion teams in the nba in um Mm. in soccer whatever it's that it's that core and then of course you have you have extra players that have to step up for, for the day, yeah. you know, the Steven, yeah. Stephen Donald or whatever. But you have really a core where you know exactly, like to Brett's point, you already write down 10 names and now you're yeah. just fiddling around with a few challenges. So I think that's what Lean yeah. Albert, to be honest, to, to give him his, his due, he's only thinking about World Cup. He's clearly not thinking yeah. about the Welsh Series or this, this championship mm-hmm. means nothing to him, actually. It's who's my third player? Yeah. yeah. Who, who's my player 23? Yeah. Is it Faf or is it Jaden? I mean, he's just I think he's just toying well, around.
0: And and importantly, who who is who are players 24 to 35? Because we know that it's got to be a squad thing. And this is, I guess, the the thing about professional rugby these days is that it's a a real balancing act between establishing that core that you speak to, Harry, but also having a squad a squad mentality and and the whole, you know, next man in. Yeah. type type way of thinking like the so the, the brumbies this year used 30 odd players inside the first eight rounds I think and then didn't introduce another new player for the rest of the season because they'd already they'd already mm. done it they'd already done the blooding you know. if you like Interesting. so it can work but I suppose when you've only got you know X number of tests a year it's a bit hard for an international coach to try and pull that off
2: and well, no most of the good coaches don't um Ireland mm. don't build a team from multiple clubs. They build a team around Leinster and then yeah. they add in the good parts of all the other clubs. New Zealand, don't build a team from a bunch of clubs. They build a team from mm. the crusaders. You add your things around it. South yeah. Africa is an anomaly because all our players are all across the Everywhere. Globe. Yeah. We do have kind of a core of sharks players. Now, um, a lot of our, our forwards yeah. are basing at the sharks and a few from, from, um, the
0: Stormers, uh, and pre and, and previously it was quite Stormers heavy wasn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. lot of the guys, well, who they, actually they, keep, are... they keep stealing our players,
2: but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it is, it is a, a common thing for some of the best teams to build. and I've, I've been actually, I wanted to ask, is the I haven't really looked at the clubs, uh, most of the Aussie players play for. Is it based around the Brumbies or is it just, yeah. also scattered shots? Yeah, so, it's, it's
0: the the current thirty five men has got twelve or thirteen Brumbies in it. I think. I mm. um, and, and I'll just keep those guys together. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's mm. actually, I think, like it was fifteen in Argentina. So yeah, mm. there has been a lot. injuries has been the biggest issue for the world. Yeah, and you, at the and you so, brought
1: in a, another Brumbies coach, I think Laurie Fisher. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the great Laurie well. Fisher.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm. We well, have yeah, Matt, Matt Taylor stepping down um, late last week. So, so, <clears throat> I mean. There's no point asking for tips because we're all going to play out of the heart in our sleeve, but this, this, how, are, we, are we expecting any surprises in this game or does it, does it go to type?
1: Uh, it's always surprising to play Australia. Australia teaches us what we uh, cannot do. You know, We play New Zealand and we always learn, oh, we're almost there. It's like playing two balls in golf. If you play a whole round and you play two shots mm. from every shot, Mm. And, you th- and you have your best shot you take it that's how, that's how good a golfer you could be you should be mm. and we, we get that from New Zealand you know it's always thrilling and even if we're bad we're is, good And then is Australia, there any other way to like play golf
0: go- for the record? <laughs> and, then,
1: <laughs> and then you go to play Australia and you're like wait why was it so obvious that someone could just pick a ball up uh, uh, behind the rock and run right through us <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Wow, yeah we never yeah. thought of that summer Karevi okay thanks yeah
0: what a Rian! What do you? What are the, what are South African fans most wary of of a wounded Wallaby side?
2: Even now, the Wallabies are still smart, um, especially under Rennie. They they at the end of Cheka's, um, um reign, it did feel like he became stubborn um, and he wouldn't change. But under Rennie, it, it again feels like there's a lot of smarts, and they always seem so well prepared to pick apart the Ninaba defensive system.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, Twice last year. It's, it's so weird seeing how much the all Blacks struggle to get around us. And then the week, a week later, the Aussies to them, it seems so easy guys. Why don't you just pass (laughs) to Tupo and he would run through us and do it like this. Or flow to Karevi And then Marika scores under the post. Yeah, It's always so weird. So I'm always (sighs) wary of that. What plans do the Aussies have that just easily unlock it? unlock
0: the the box defense so behind the scenes what you're not seeing is wallaby's fans going why the hell weren't we doing that two weeks ago <laughs> <laughs> no it's
1: it's like it's like they're very individually uh empowered i always feel like the wallaby yeah. player for, forever has been this way you know you can just do stuff and yeah. you could never never even from primary school from you know barefoot rugby you're not allowed to do certain things in South African rugby like yeah. You did what? You ran. You, you, you ran the with ball. the ball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you're not one yeah. of those players. There's these players and those players, and then, yeah. then one of these. It looks like you know you have. You've always had these sort of hybrid players. Like a, a, I think Valentini is one of these guys who could just take the ball and run, and he just mm. looks like a menace to tackle.
0: Yeah, mm. um, yeah, yeah. It'd be it'd be shocker. I've got no doubt. Look, it's going to be intriguing. I'm really looking forward to the game on, on Saturday. I'm I'm almost a little bit nervous about it as well, but I am looking forward to seeing how the two teams I'll, match I will predict up. That,
1: yep. I'll predict that Joseph Dueba will almost score a try, but his pass will be intercepted by Lucanio Am, who will score.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we shall see. What about the, uh, the, the second game of the day on Saturday, the, uh, the, uh, the All Blacks and Los Pumas in, um, in Christchurch? Who, who has most to lose in this game, do you think? All Blacks. All that's yeah. by far, yeah. Always, yeah. it's yeah. kind of it's kind of rhetorical that I have to admit. <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean, <laughs> no, the, Pumas, exactly. the Pumas
2: under Cheka, um, they do look better, but they look very, um, up and down. They have very yes. low troughs, they're very high peaks. Yeah. Um, yeah. if it goes bad, it goes very bad. If it goes there's well, a, it
0: goes very well. There's a good distance between the extremes, and that was the case, yeah. When he was yeah, against Scotland, well. the
2: first match was good. Second match was absolutely terrible. Third match, very mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Same with Australia. They 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 do swing wildly from good to wildly. bad. Wildly,
0: yeah. Mm. Yeah. Harry?
1: The, the line-out battle. I mean, I don't know if Guido Petty is going to come back for the Pumas, but he's such a good line-out block. I mean, mm. I think he's the best. If he was taller, he'd be the best. But he's a super athlete. Um, so mm. that's really interesting to see that battle. Like Rian said, they're the best line-out in the comp. And I would love to see... That. But I think the All Blacks have a danger because, you know, they didn't have to travel back. It was a big hangover. Yeah. they had all kinds of stuff going on. It's like a soap mm, opera. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you can see that this would be the one that they might stumble a little bit. And they have had in the past, uh, you know, 60 minutes in, it's a tight game. You know, and then you just yeah. see who, who has the, the tools for the final quarter.
0: Well, all of a sudden, Bowden Barrett's under a little bit of a cloud. He copped a knock. Uh, training on Tuesday morning, so he's in a little bit of doubt as to whether he'll be right to play. Um, and then the Cavalry slowly started to come back as well. Brody Retallick is on the verge of returning from his broken cheekbone. Um, he's, he's, an, he's in the squad, but he's not playing, yeah. and he mm. may or may not be available for... Um, for his province this weekend. So this Just slow your beginning. bloody
1: your bloody bloody
0: slow luck. Just in time for Bledisloe <laughs> one. Yeah. Fantastic. Fair yeah. bloody tastic Frosting yeah. and ready. No, yes. it's going to be great. Looking forward to that. All right. I've left this I've left this for last. Our rugby fantasies and I'm quite scared where you are going to take this Harry. So go on then. Have your.
1: For me,
2: okay. um, I was, I don't know what to say. At first, I thought maybe a, a match that's closely fought between two very good teams. And then at the end, no one talks about the ref, but that's too, too far-fetched. <laughs> um,
0: come on, mate. Let's be, come on. We said fantasy, not absolute fairy tale. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I thought, okay, how about the perfect coaching team? I thought, okay, uh, director of rugby, Rossi. You'll see why, because the head coach is Eddie. So oh. Rassi mm-hmm. take can take all the media fire and, and Clive Woodward will have he won't know who to choose, either Rassi or Eddie. Who do I write about this week?
0: The the and most Eddie, entertaining uh, part of that combination would be to see the fight as to who gets to speak to the press conference because exactly, they won't be able to hold yeah. both each other back. <laughs>
2: <laughs> They'll be pulling each other as they head yeah, towards yeah, yeah. the best You know, oh,
0: you did the last one. This is mine.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then defense is still Nina, but I still rating very highly. Um, attacking coach, I don't know how to say this. Laurent Labie, Labit, French attacking coach. Mm. And then uh, fitness coach. Uh, I've been, uh, I've been um, tooting this guys on for years. People don't seem to realize. Aled Walters how important he was for the Springboks in 2019. He's he's joined the Leicester Tigers. Yeah, he joined the Leicester Tigers in 2020. Obviously, COVID happened.
0: Then 2021,
2: he he had his first full season with them. And then 2022, they won with a very Springbok uh, style of play. And I think
0: Aled Walters is a a very big part of that. So he would be my... He is well, well-traveled. He's mm. definitely been in Australia and maybe even the Brumbies, but I'll
1: he's a, stand He's a great on one. Him. Wherever he goes, yeah. his teams become just shredded.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's the way he does fitness. Um, he he doesn't do, okay, let's do a bunch of weights. Let's do a bunch. He, he asks the coach, okay, what do you want to do this what week? What do you need? Do you want yeah, to yeah, yeah. have your players lie long in the ruck, and he devises a fitness drill. Exhaust that. you while you're doing that, and uh, yeah, right. Yeah, he's very, very good at it. I'm mine
0: is quite. Mine is quite simple, Harry. Before I let you loose, mine is simply just to regain the Blederslow Cup at Eden Park. <laughs> oh, Eden Park. Okay. At, at, that, at that's Eden Park. Part. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's wow. maybe arguable about no one talking about referees or the Wallabies winning at Eden Park. Which one's more far fetched?
1: Would you would you, yeah. would you would you would you cry if that happened? Would you have tears of joy?
0: Oh, I'd go through the whole gamut of emotions, mate. <laughs> if
2: if the if the Aussies are leading with five minutes to go and they might win the like people need to start recording. I need to see what people do. <laughs> <laughs> if yeah.
0: if the if the Wallabies win the win the Bledisloe back at Eden Park. The instant reaction pod is going to go for three hours and I'm going to be a blubbering mess the whole way through it.
1: Yes. Okay, I'm, I'm there for that. Uh, my fantasy, because it's a fantasy, is uh, I'm in the vault of the Bank I'm of London.
0: Seriously worried about this. <laughs> I'm in the bank
1: of the vault of London. I'm making love to the Queen. Um, not a Briton. What's wrong with you, Brett? Of um, Jordan. Renea. Uh, and was recently with it so I'm, comforti- I'm comforting her. So we are making love <laughs> at the, the vault of the Bank of London, and we find the the bullion and the billion dollars that the RFU has, and that's what we're doing, <laughs> by the way. So we, we take it, we take it, also the dirty pictures that Eddie Jones has of G- Sir Bill Beaumont, and we take that, <laughs> and we put it in our wetsuits, and we go tunnel down, and we swim, and then we find we're actually right under Twickenham, the cabbage, cabbage patch. And um, and that's where the World Cup has been moved away from France because something happened, some scandal. <laughs> and we're playing again, England. It's this box against England again in 2023. It's unbelievable. So Rania has to go to the Royal Box, so we make love again. And then she goes up there and I say, don't <laughs> worry. I trust you with the bullion and the bullion. But uh, we'll see you after the game, whatever, I escape, you know. Uh, and then, you know, once again, we're up there and it's England, it's 12 all, and then finally... I hear Sean Maloney, because Sean Maloney's right next to me in the press <laughs> box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's <laughs> like, Cheslin Colby takes the ball after Lacanio Am smashes him and Peter Snipes toy pauses. And it's it's Cheslin Colby against Owen Farrell. And he South Africa, the World Cup is yours and still yours again. Yeah. That would be brilliant. Then I look across at Queen Renee and we look at each other and we just have that kind of connection. And that's just that's my rugby fantasy.
0: <laughs> I, 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 I like that, I I like that you've gone to the extent that you have to add in the little rugby tidbits, which let's face it, it's garnish on what is actually <laughs> yeah. a long held and
2: well thought out fantasy. I think the rugby part of that fantasy is <laughs> is
0: interchangeable. <laughs> it's interchangeable. He tells that, that can story. Be a golf fantasy or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can yeah. be a drinking whiskey fantasy. It just just <laughs> takes that part out and puts another bit in.
1: But the beauty is that then the England is impoverished. The rugby is really impoverished, and we can <laughs> spread it equally to all the nations of the world.
0: The ill-gotten gains. Oh dear, idea, oh dear idea. <laughs> oh dear. Rihanna, so, this is what mm. this is what we've got you on for. This is a weirdo. I've I, told you this. Rugby is a weird weirdo. Day.
1: Yeah. And that's,
0: <laughs> there is no better place to to, to end your, your stint on this. Mate, it's been fantastic to have you on. You can get uh, Rian on Twitter at Ringo26 um, and just search up Rian Law YouTube and you'll find uh, the rugby update. It's, br- it's uh, back brilliant, back guys. You have, to, you, have, it is. you have to watch it. Uh, it's thanks. Very, thanks it's,
1: <laughs> we're not doing it justice. It's a really hilarious <laughs> presentation. It's just little, to me. It's just as just as good as Swidge.
0: Little short, five oh. five six minute I clips, praise. and they they're they're fantastic. So yeah, absolutely mm. make it part of your uh, of your rugby intake each week. Thanks so much for coming on the pod, mate. Really, yeah, really enjoyed it.
2: Thanks, thanks, guys. And uh, I didn't say shit once. So
0: the roar. Harry fantastic to, to have uh, Rianne Lowe there we should we should just add we were there was this whole thing between the three of us all week about how much we do and don't swear and we promised how much we wouldn't or wouldn't say shit and we don't say shit very often and Rian promised not to say shit until he said shit, so you know, jokes on him now because that'll all go through. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> the two uh, the two games this week of uh, the rugby championship round three: uh, Australia and South Africa at the Adelaide Oval at three thirty uh, Australian Eastern Time. It'd be three o'clock local time in Adelaide and then New Zealand Argentina at the Orange Theory Stadium in Christchurch that's at 5:45 Australian eastern standard time so uh so 7:45 in Christchurch locally um you're 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 heading our way very soon aren't you
1: yeah, so it'll be an interesting instant reaction pod this week because I'll I, presumably I'll be at the stadium or at yeah. A, well, we've actually close. still got to
0: work out our timings on that because yeah. I've got I've got a few little TV duties and things, so it may actually be sort of instant-ish reaction. It may actually yeah. be Saturday <laughs> night. Probably is is where it's, it's where it's going to go. But look, we'll we'll let you know ahead of ahead of time. A little bit of news. Floating around, mate, Um, a 60-second scrum clock and a player draft are on the cards for Super Rugby Pacific um, as negotiations and discussions between Rugby Australia and New Zealand rugby continue. There's even talk that yellow cards for deliberate knockdowns could go and the role of the TMO could be downgraded in games Mm. or or probably Mm. streamlined, simplified, which maybe is not a bad idea. Um, A little bit of news. uh, Actually, only, only maybe the day after the pod dropped last week, Former Western Force coach Tim Sampson is going to join the Melbourne Rebels as an assistant coach next season, and that's a fantastic signing. I said a few weeks ago that he's too good a coach to uh, to be lost to the Australian system, so I'm very happy for, for Tim Sampson. Scott Sia has finally confirmed that his destination for next season will be the Exeter Chiefs. Uh, there was a little bit of talk that Rugby Australia early on were, were hoping he might stay in Australia in the World Cup year, but that hasn't hasn't quite amounted to anything. The Waratahs have announced the signing of Glasgow Warriors prop Tom Lambert on a two-year deal. He's a former Australian schoolboy rep who went to Scotland in 2020 and um, Matt Taylor stood down as the of defence coach, citing family reasons, uh, late last week. There are some reports and some suggestion that he might have actually been sacked, but um, that's probably not likely to be confirmed. And Laurie Fisher, the uh, the, uh, the the Brumbies' um, godfather, has been brought in as, as a temp for a temporary role for the remainder of the rugby championship. Bernard Foley was recorded recorded of the Wallabies' squad for the first time since the 2019 Rugby World Cup, and Kurtley Beal wow. has now come in in a training capacity as well, and we see how that goes. Uh, Former Western Force, Global Rapper Rugby, Saracens and Harlequin CEO, Mark Evans, has now been appointed the CEO of the Fijian Indrua for the next three years, which is a really good appointment. And we know that the uh, the Fijian rugby union's under a little bit of investigation at the moment as well. Richie McCaw has been appointed the New Zealand Players' Representative Director of New Zealand Rugby Commercial GP Limited, which is the new entity that will handle New Zealand rugby's commercial assets in conjunction with Silver Lake. So... Richie McCaw is probably no better representative for the players on that uh, on that yeah. new board. Um, he'll be, he'll a little bit of yeah, he'll be good, I think. A little bit of worrying news in the Premiership, mate. The Worcester Warriors have been served with a winding up petition for unpaid tax bill, for for an unpaid tax bill by Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs in the UK, and at the at a court hearing. Uh, HMRC indicated that their belief was that the Warriors should be liquidated unless they can pay their debt. That's a massive escalation, and the the Premiership Rugby, the Rugby Players Association um, are obviously keeping an eye on that. And actually, Sam Larnah uh, I saw on Tuesday evening um, outlined some serious concerns about that in a Twitter thread as well. So um, just find well, Sam on Twitter. It's,
1: it's a bloody, it's a bloody mess, by the way. There, but now they're yes. running three three schedules one's going to be where they're still in but they get forfeit one's going to be they're out and it's actually you know very difficult to actually run these schedules again yeah. without a, a team in it it's like uh, it's how bill gates got to start <laughs> like how do you but do there's, this
0: but there's no talk about sudden promotion from from the championship is it so no nah, it's, it's a it's a mess it's yeah 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 it's a real mess um and Announced not long before we walked into our respective studios tonight, uh, Stan Sport was confirmed as the Austra- as Australian broadcaster for the Women's Rugby World Cup in New Zealand this October and for the 2023 Rugby World Cup in France next year. So congrats to Sean Maloney, to Tim Horan, to all the friends of the podcast that we've, uh, that we've had on. It's uh, great that that's been um, ironed out. I don't think there's any surprise in that, but, um, but good on them. And, mate, I reckon that's it. I reckon we're done. That's episode 32 of the Raw Rugby Podcast, done and done. Don't forget, Harry and I are both on the socials, and don't forget to drop us a line on the Raw when the new episode page lands. The Thursday 2-Up will again kick off the previews for this week's round of rugby championship matches. Uh, and we will be back on Saturday at some point with another round of instant or instant-ish reactions. Uh, like, follow, subscribe on your pod platform of choice, and you'll get that new episode into your notifications as soon as it goes live. It's the Raw Rugby Podcast with me, Brett McKay, and Harry Jones every week on theraw.com.au, Australia's biggest sporting debate, the home of all your favourite international rugby analysis, opinions, and conversations. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in your ears next week.
1: On to Adelaide, Box by 7. DM me if you want a ticket. Come play with us.